Hello and welcome to Press Track by Track, I'm your host Dan, and today we're going to be talking about Mr. Goodnight from Planet Earth. Uh, recorded spring 2007 at the 3121 at the Rio, but as, as anyone's best guess, uh, that hmm. seems to be the... People seem to agree that this is where that was recorded. Uh, <laughs> released on the 15th of July 2007, and on the track we have Prince, Mr. Hayes, Shelby J, and Brie Valente. Um, the track is 4 minutes 29, and joining me to talk about today is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachary. Hello. Uh, now, for a genre, I mean, I'm not 100% sure where to go, um, because, I, I don't know, if, uh, like, in terms of, like, the, the kind of, uh, I don't know, this is one of these things of Prince kind of, like, boasting about stuff. Uh, right where he's you know kind of i don't know it's like a seduction song yeah you know where he's kind of although the weird thing is it feels very much like he is uh seducing bria valente like that seems <laughs> to be the point of the song uh obviously around this time prince had gotten divorced or separated or you know whatever the current stage was of that and he was known to be dating bria valente uh, around this time and obviously, you know, she she ended up on tour with him for a couple of years after this. And then, you know, the next couple of albums, Lotus Flower and um, MPLS Sound, came right. bundled with Elixir, which was her debut album. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, this song very much kind of you get the feeling that it is Prince kind of singing directly to her, um, you know, and. But then, I mean, there is, I mean, with Prince, of course, there is kind of the more general thing of him kind of seducing the listener anyway. Yeah. Uh, not just Bria Valente, but like, it just, it, it feels like because, because this is around the time, you know, obviously, if you know the context of what's going on in Prince's life, it just kind of feels like that's kind of what's going on. But there is this general, I don't there's this weird thing where he talks about like, you know, the dandies. And there's a talk of a, like a courtyard, and but that, that that's mixed in with like you know throw your head back and holler like I, I, there's this weird kind of like I don't know I, he's talking about like the little Spanish man and uh, there's, there's like a whole but this is this is pro, like there's even this whole thing of like um, where you get like Mike Philly in the band like jams at midnight it's like there's this weird mix of kind of like R and B stuff right. With, with kind of I don't know odd kind of like I don't know seventeenth century seduction stuff. It's, <laughs> it feels like such a weird kind of mix of things that are going on. Yeah, yeah, it is a it is an interesting. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a slow jam, um, but it's a but it's a slow jam that I think could only be <laughs> could only come from 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 the mind of Prince, and it's so sort of like you know it it's like self self parody uh it, it makes me it makes me think about uh the like the saturday night live sketch that was around this time with fred armison uh it, it's it's like the most kind of extreme version of of prince that that, that we can it's it's a highly exaggerated version of his kind of public public image uh that that just that just cracks me up. Uh, in in, in this. I, I think this is funnier than Fred Armisen. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, and I mean, uh, there's there's like later on he talks about how we can watch Chocolat on the big screen, <laughs> yeah. um, and, he, and he talks again of like butterscotch thighs. Uh, now, obviously, butterscotch. The last time he kind of spoke about that was um, uh, Starfish and Coffee, where he mentioned mm. butterscotch clouds. So I don't know if that's meant to be like a little bit of a kind of like callback to that or. Um, I don't know. I feel like using the t like using the word butterscotch in a Prince song by Prince, it feels very specifically like it must be a little bit of a nod to that, right? Um, but yeah, I don't know the fact that he is calling himself Mister Goodnight. Uh, which <laughs> now the thing is, I, I like in the title, Goodnight is one word, um, 
But I don't. You can either use the phrase "good night" as in someone had a good night, uh-huh. talking about the experiences of the previous night, or use it as the the last words you say to someone before you go to sleep and you say "good night." Right. So, like, it, it also has that kind of weird double meaning, um, <laughs> where you could call him Mister Goodnight, which means obviously he's going to be there to say good night to you, but also he will give you a good night. Right. Um, and I don't know. Again, that kind of feels like kind of eighties Prince doing the kind of the deliberate kind of double entendre. Um, and having like the second meaning in, in a kind of like a title. Um, and also, this is probably, I don't know, this is the first time in maybe a couple of years. I mean, he mentioned Prince in Rainbow Children, didn't he? Like there's a couple of songs on there where he talks about Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and here he actually says, you know, all over the world they call me Prince, but you can call me <laughs> Mr. Goodnight. So it's like the first time in about four or five years that I can remember him talking about Prince on a, on a track. Right. Um, so it's kind of nice to get that little like at this point, I don't know that he'd kind of acknowledged that he was Prince. <laughs> like, um, you know, even like the album cover for um, Planet Earth, um, it just has like kind of obviously Prince towering over the planet. Right. Um, as I believe he probably in his mind always imagined that he, he did anyway. <laughs> um, but then all you can see is he has the kind of the chain with his own symbol on. Yeah. So if you so if you were someone who hadn't been paying attention to Prince, you could probably think. Is he like, is that the credit? Like, you know, symbol planet Earth. Like those are the two things you can see on the cover. So it's nice here that he's like, you can call me Prince. So it's, it's kind of like the acknowledging of the name has changed back. Right. Um, maybe for people who weren't paying attention. Uh, but like you say, it does then kind of turn into like a parody of like a Prince seduction song, um, you know, and this kind of like weird kind of slow jam where he talks about you know, sitting all alone in the courtyard, but then he's also got this whole make you throw your head back on holler thing going on. So I, don't, I, I just kind of like the mix. I like, I like the, I like the fact that at this point in his career, Prince, um, you know, I mean, what is this now? Like, uh, like thirty years since he got his album deal. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so he's, he's, he's what? I mean, he's got to be at least f- like approaching fifty. Right. Um. So the fact that he kind of talks about you know limousines and private jets and. Um, I don't know. It, it just feels like this kind of weird idea of like what people think Prince's life is like, you know. With one, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, seduction is a is is a lot easier when you have uh, you know a limousine and some private jets and little Spanish men uh, at your at your disposal. You know, that uh, he had to work a lot harder back around like for you and and, and Prince. Uh, you know, so um, it is kind of like look how far he's come. <laughs> yeah uh, there is a line though that kind of uh i don't know i want to get your thoughts on because i think it's quite interesting <laughs> where he says uh better not tell your girlfriend and i don't know if he's trying to imply that this person that he's seducing um you know is bisexual and has hmm. a girlfriend and he is seducing him away from her right. or if you know she, like I, I i don't know like i, I, I like that line always kind of makes me think a little bit because it's like uh, you know better not tell your girlfriend i I, like I guess Prince has been a bit more open-minded here than he had in you know maybe let's say Bambi or something, um, where he seems to be kind of open to the idea of going with someone who has a girlfriend. Right, that is kind uh, of interesting because there is sort of a recurring, what is it? There's a song a little later too, um, the La Bourgeoisie, where it, 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 bourgeoisie. it's kind of similar yeah. themes. So this is. I, you know, I, I think you can definitely interpret the girlfriend thing in a in a heteronormative kind of way of, you know, women calling their friends girlfriends. Uh, but uh, there is sort of a recurring theme in, in his lyrics about, 
you know, whether uh, whether it's swaying a, a, a lesbian away from their uh, same sex partner or, you know, being involved with a with a woman who's who's bisexual. Uh, so, yeah, I think that could that could uh, go either way. I only say that because he has this whole, you know, surely the dandies that escort escort you places <laughs> imparted a rumor or two. Like if it, like it feels like there's a there's a certain kind of, um, I don't know, sexual fluidity in this song that is maybe kind of missing from some of other princes, you know, seduction stuff. Right. Um, you know, uh, uh, and I, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of love the, 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 the fantasy that he has. Um, <laughs> although I, I mean, the thing is as well, this kind of, I mean, you know, I don't know that Prince was ever a fan of wrestling, um, or even knew of like Ric Flair, uh, <laughs> but Ric Flair used to say the, the limousine riding, you know, jet, jet, you know, like he used to mention jets and limousines. That's right. the thing. So I, like, <laughs> like he used to do this long speech, and I can't do it, and I'm not going to even try. Where he would kind of talk about, you know, how great his life was, um, and you know, we're talking about like Ric Flair in the '80s when he, I mean, he was a highly paid wrestler, but he's not riding in limousines and jets at that particular <laughs> point in his life. But he's kind of talking about this fantasy, and it kind of almost seems like Prince is doing the same in this, where he's kind of talking about this fantasy of like what people think he is. Um, and you know how he's you know like how, how he's kind of like this person who has this reputation um, but I like that in the end it kind of boils down to just like watching a movie and going to you know <laughs> getting in the pool like like it, like it doesn't seem that kind of complicated right um, you know like once we actually get to the kind of you know, there's a, there's a whole thing about where he talks about uh, I got a mind full of good intentions and a mouth full of razorettes, which is like <laughs> such a such a great kind. Like uh, Prince, kind of almost he builds it all up at the start of the song and then kind of brings it back down to earth. Right, like he's gonna watch this second rate, you know, Johnny Depp film, <laughs> and then he's gonna take you to this pool, and yeah. you know, which is like okay, I like how much how, like I don't think the smell of chlorine is particularly seductive, but. <laughs> Yeah, he you does know. say on the big screen, but but because I've been to Paisley Park, yeah. in my in my mind I picture the the room. Uh, you know, for anyone who's who's been to Paisley Park, there's a, there's this room in the atrium, um, the kitchen where he used to watch movies. That is what they say as part of the tour, and they and they still have a stack of of DVDs there, not not Blu-rays, uh, which is which is also funny to me. And um, at the top of the stack, apparently one of the last films that that Prince watched, uh, you know, it be, before he he left uh, the earthly plane was uh, was the, the the Matrix Revolution. So um, so like I I just picture him, you know, like looking through his stack of DVDs. He's got the Matrix sequels, and then he pulls out Shock a lot because it's date night. You know, uh, it's it's just such a. It, it's such a weirdly suburban note to end this song on, uh, you know, like he can he can talk about the big screen in the pool all he wants. But I mean, when you come right down to it, you're sitting on the couch watching a romantic comedy uh, with and eating raisinets. Like, that's, it, it, it's, it's kind of it's kind of charming how prosaic the fantasy ends up being. I, I, I mean, I also kind of I, the thing is, as well, uh, like as I've learned, as I've gone on, particularly these the like, you know, looking into the stuff for these last few albums, uh, apparently Prince was kind of obsessed with The Matrix. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like all three films, he was really obsessed with them. And he'd like whenever if he met anyone who had worked on them, he would like apparently question them quite a bit about <laughs> the meaning behind the films. So like, I, I, I know it kind of fits with the idea that he would maybe be watching like the Matrix sequels just to try and figure it all out one last right. time. Right. 
Um, I almost you know, wish that that he said we in this song uh, we we can watch Matrix Revolution on the big screen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been so great. Like that. This is the thing is I think for me this song is probably hovering around like a four out of five, um, and I think it would have been a clear five out of five if he did just send Matrix Revolution. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, it's a missed opportunity now, isn't it? Um, yeah. I don't. I think we cut. Like, I like as well how we end with you know the energy in this field's been known to flicker lights. Um, you know, acapella moans and a break of size. Uh, <laughs> undeterred, nevertheless, a masterpiece on butterscotch thighs. Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. It's time for Mr. Goodnight. Mm. Presumably, so I, he's like, finished his raisinets at, at, at this yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully there's no raisinets in this bed. Um, and, uh, you know, otherwise, I think in this bed I scream probably is about someone just sitting on some raisinets. Yeah. Uh, maybe catching catching the box at a wrong angle. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of, I kind of love the, the kind of the fantasy at the start. Um, right. All this kind of, you know, tell me which dress you choose so I can put it on. Like, that kind of calls back to If I Was Your Girlfriend, where he's talking about, you know, dressing someone which you know is a common thing that prince you know kind of recalled in in many of his songs as being like a part of the seduction was you know picking out outfits of people it's just something that he's kind of gone to you know and now you know kind of also i like the fact that he says he can put on his matching suit so yeah. prince i've seen i've seen what you're wearing there's no matching suit for whatever, whatever the other person is wearing there's no matching suit to go with it but i like this kind of this whole thing of him building this all up and talking about you know that i'll rock you in your wildest dreams and then it just turns into let's watch chocolat you know maybe have a dip in the pool and then right. go to sleep right you know, like that kind of it, it kind of really brings it down to kind of like you know, it kind of starts off really high up and then kind of comes right down to earth just towards the end. And then you're like, oh, like, you know, he's going to kind of turn off the I, the fact that he says turn off the lights as well. I mean, there's, there's other songs that he's done that have been slow jams like this where he's like, leave the lights on. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm sure he says that in Insatiable where he's like, leave the lights on. And so well, he's now, in his 50s guess, now, you know, he's. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still in good shape, obviously, but I think maybe he's getting a bit more body conscious, isn't he? He's, he's kind of like, well, turn off the lights this time. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, four out of five for me. It's just like a really fun song. And like you say, it is, it's not like a parody in a bad way of like Prince, but it's just him realizing at this point, like the image he has and kind of just making fun a little bit. And I kind of like when Prince does that. Yeah, I I agree. This is honestly, I I recently revisited um, all of Planet Earth, and and you know I think the album as a whole has aged a, a little better than, or or I have I have softened a little bit on it from when I when I first heard it. I, it just felt like such a step down from um, both Thirty One Twenty One and Musicology to me, and um, it still is like it's still you know by far my least favorite i i kind of think of those three albums as a as a trilogy um and 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 this is the weakest link for me but um you know i did find myself uh softening on it and kind of appreciating it for what it is and this is a this is a song that i think at first i was like this is so stupid and then just gradually it has uh like it's gone up in esteem to the point that now it's probably my favorite song on the album. Like there's just something about it. It's, it just gets funnier. The more you listen to it, like the, I'm just fascinated by the little Spanish man. Uh, I don't know what was in his mind. I just always think he wasn't, he was French, but the guy in, on uh, from fantasy Island, like that's just, that's, that's all I can think of when I, yeah. when I hear that line. That, <laughs> yeah. It just kind of, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think, I think, I kind of like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if he realised the nationality of Hervé Villagers. Yeah, I guess he didn't. but I, 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 at the same time, it's just kind of this idea of like, I don't know, I, I like, I like when we get a, a small glimpse into what Prince thinks seduction is, or you know what Prince's seduction techniques are, and it's like chocolat and the pool, and it's right, like, <laughs> it feels so simple, Prince. It feels so easy when you do it, but. I'm sure for anybody else, if they were like, let's sit down and watch Chocolat and then take a dip in the pool, people would be like, I don't know what you're playing at. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you I'm going to eat stop- some raisinets. I don't have enough for you, but, but you know. Yeah. Like, uh- <laughs> yeah, I'll pick out, like, I'll pick out your clothes and you're like, what do you think I am? Like a, a five-year-old? Like, <laughs> you know, everything that's kind of charming from Prince, I guess for other people would seem just a little bit kind of like patronizing. Right. Um, so I will yeah, also I'd... say, just in the grand tradition of, I feel like we always end up talking about songs that that could have been written for for Morris Day. This feels like another one uh, where it's it's all like I don't have any evidence of this, but it, it it almost feels like another one of those songs where it's like he he started writing a Morris Day song and then was like, oh wait, the time is not together anymore. So I guess I, I guess I have to take this one myself. Uh, but you know, the, 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 the private jets and the, uh, I, I think, I honestly think for, for, for people who have heard this song and, and are, and just kind of come away from it, like, this is so stupid. Like this is corny. Uh, imagine Morris Day singing it. And it honestly makes more sense. Um, until you get to the, to the shock a lot and the, and the raisinets, of course, which could only be Prince. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess like, I think the thing is, you know, there is, there are certain songs that as Prince is writing them, he probably does think, you know, of that kind of, I mean, you know, effectively the kind of persona that Morris Day has is, you know, it comes from the songs that Prince wrote for that persona. So, right. Um, I feel like the kind of the root of it is always going to be like Prince has this inside him, and you know, Morris Day was the manifestation of it. But occasionally, he'll still go back to it, and you know, there's just no <laughs> Morris Day to kind of take the song, is there? So he just kind of has to sing it himself. Um, but yeah, um, the song, like I mean, on Prince Vault, which is you know the source of information for most of the stuff that I say. Um, uh-huh. It's always it's like it was played live, but only as during a sampler set, only as a clip during a sampler set. So I don't know what that it, that what that means, um, but I'm guessing it means that they never really played the song live, you know, in its full, you know, beginning to end. So, um, you know, and the Prince did that on like a few of the tours, uh, you know, after this came out uh, in 2011, 12, and 13, uh, all the way up to 14, which kind of makes sense. Um, because I can't imagine. I mean, you're saying that piano and a microphone. This would have been really interesting <laughs> to see Prince kind of just, um, you know. I guess the the audience would have kind of been extremely into the whole thing about talking about uh, chocolat. Uh, <laughs> and it's worth saying as well, there is a reference to somewhere here on Earth, which is why the recording in this is kind of pegged as being later than the rest of the album, mm. uh, because obviously that song would have you know had to been already done for it to be referenced, um, right. So I think this is actually like the final song that was recorded for the album in terms of like the recording dates that are given uh, in various <laughs> places. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I kind of enjoy the, you know, Prince getting silly. Um, yeah. You know, and Planet Earth is kind of mostly a fairly sensible album in terms of the songs. And like, you know, there's a couple of kind of, you know, party tracks here and there. Um, I would say Chelsea Rogers is a bit of a party track. And you right. know, we've still got Line of Judas to come, which is you know, very religious. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like probably the silliest song on here, apart from maybe guitar, yeah, which is just you know 
four minutes of Prince talking about how much he loves his guitar. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like we said about as much as anyone's ever going to say about Mr. Goodnight. So uh, <laughs> let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug? Zach? Sure. So I, uh, I have my, I, I have a blog where I am also going through Prince's uh, musical canon uh, song by song. I'm going much more slowly than, than Darren is, uh, but uh, you can check that out on um, princesongs.org. And um, I also, I guess, what the hell? I just, uh, I just wrote about uh, musicology 3121 and Planet Earth on a website called Spectrum Culture, and you can uh, you can find that on spectrumculture.com. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us. Not sure where you would, unless of course your name is Mister Goodnight. Then by all means, do email email me at Prince yes. by Track at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, thanks once more for being my guest here, Zachary. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a it was a, a pleasure to talk about this song, as always. And otherwise, good night. Really want resolution.